Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big Jay Okerson. And welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big Jay Okerson and Dan Soder. Faction Talk, SiriusXM 103. Boom. Boom. Big J. Okerson, Dan Soder. We have DJ Lou in the house. We have Christine Evans in the house. Black Lou's off grabbing us water because he rules. And it's very dry. Very dry in here. I'm very, very dry. Uh, my daughter Isabella and her friend Yana, her roommate, her uh, roomie. Sit over here so you can listen. So they could what? Listen to the show. Oh, okay. They're here. They're dual celebrating birthdays. Happy dual birthday, but it's weird to sit in a room with your dad and his friend and then just listen to j- only them talk and not uh, out of context, you know? Also, when your dad's friend's wearing a Pennzoil jacket, you should just be leery of what's going on in the room. Do you, uh, do you, when you see your daughter with her friend, you go, which one's the cool one in the group? I have a feeling on pure blackness alone, it's going to be Yana. What, I, I mean, there's only two of them, though. I know. Group. Isabel's got like a half Hispanic, half Jewish thing going on that's kind of interesting. That is a good, that's a good combo. Spanish and Jewish. It's a lot. Dude, complain in Spanish. <laughs> that's pretty great. Oy vey. <laughs> yeah, what's oy, oy vey, vey amigo? <laughs> um, I asked Isabella at my grandmother's funeral if she tried to read along. I did. If you would have had audio of that, isolated audio of me trying to read those Hebrew prayers. How how Jewish was your grandmother's wedding? I mean, wedding, funeral. I wasn't there for her wedding, Dan. Well, obviously. <laughs> you were a nut in a nut. <laughs> um, it was Jewish. It was pretty Is that Jewish. the most religious part of your family? I took a shot, dude. Took a banger at my grandma's boyfriend. Really? Who just dipped out at the end. Grandma's boyfriend just kissed last, to the sky. Last out of few here. years where she was deteriorating. He's like, later, lover. Gonski. But he showed up at the funeral. I, and gave at what show. point do you leave your girlfriend when she's losing her mind? At that age, immediately. I don't disagree with his yeah. actions. <laughs> what goes, the fuck's he going to do? I got a trunk of medals somewhere. What am I doing with this lady I can't even show him off to? For the last years, you wouldn't even remember if he was there last time anyway. The Zero Ward. You can just come, banger. You can just come back after a terrible... You're like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, you are? Like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Had to Sorry step about out. that. Um, no, he was there. I gave him a good zing. I said... uh what I go? You I go, fuck Mama. my nana. I said, and then Mama. <laughs> I said, Mama. Yeah. You fuck my nana. <laughs> I said, Mama was so uh, was such a good person that she found the goodness in. I said, she found the goodness and kind heart and terrible mean Jerry from across the street, That's which is what he was. And he you said it, honey. Thank you, Mama. And he um, from beyond the grave, Grandma Trish, be cool Mama. about it. 
Hey, Trish, we Trish, were alone. That's the one we'd all go after. Isabel, yeah, you know those Dan's moms at Ghostbuster? Yeah, I don't know if you know this. She, she, she was the, the inspiration for the Lady Ghostbuster movie. She gets the itch. Yeah, she's got that proton. Oh, oh calm Trish, down. Calm down. Stand down. That's my mom. You do not go after Jay's dead grandmother. Stand down. Thank you. Um, no. Did Jerry, did Jerry know your grandfather? Yeah. Because he was across the street guy. His wife died. Damn, also, that's what it gets freaky as fuck when you get over sixty. <laughs> widower, start, widower, and widow. You just oh, start yeah. being like, "I'll pair off with you." It's My like a, it's might... like a street. It's like a street rumble. They're just like pointing at each other. They're like, "Your guys, that fall, oh, fuck you." My grandmother may have been uh, in her fifties still when they got together. Damn, it's possible. Trish was in her fifties when she locked horns with Joe. Thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, that makes because his wife, I forget her name, passed away. Yeah. And then he was just, I mean, when she was even alive, dude, he was just mean Jerry from down the block. And was he always mean to you? Yeah, he never liked me. Ever? Ever. I mean, he tolerated me, Because sure, he was trying to get But he was never a pleasant, on. he was never a pleasant, like, I've never made him smile. He's never smiled. What? Like around. All my Jerry memories are uh, him aggressively, aggressively groping the crotch of my jeans in a store yelling that there's so much room in here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look, I can seal it. He's like, Jeanette, I know you're buying the jeans, but the crotch is way down here. Please stop. Please stop. Not Please stop my Jerry. grandpa. Not even kind of my grandpa. <laughs> Please stop. Not even Pop-Pop. Mean Jerry from across the street. Mean Jerry, mean Jerry from across the street. Such a good name. You mean Jerry from across the street. Dude, I'm so he glad. He was the guy that said, uh, he told us, because uh, two friends we had that were Jews for Jesus, another weird group. Yeah, dude. What a weird I crossover. I, I don't fancy myself a super intelligent person. I don't. Yeah, we're both dummies that they've given a too large of a platform to. 100%. It's always came as advertised. However, I was never susceptible to come join the group stuff. I just never went. Because those Jews, were, they're in there, right there in their thing. They have to try to convince all their friends they should come to the meetings and stuff. Uh, I had that with oh, Kurt it's Metzger. A niche, it's a niche group. Early Kurt Metzger. Hey, have you, you anything about anything about Jesus? Kurt wanted to know, and his mom was pretty curious. Uh, invite me to come to those wacky things. Yeah, especially finding out your friend is Jewish and like they, it's like you've never heard of a band and all they want to do is play all the albums for you. And you're like, I don't like it. I don't like that music. And they're like, I don't care. Okay, well, you're a Jew, so you're an outdoor cat. And basically, what we're going to do is take you inside and give you all the G. Like, my but, it was mom- so, but I was good, always good at deflecting. It was like, well, you know, like. Jesus is Jewish, so like that's why the Jews. I go. They go oh, right. That's cool. I go. That's cool. I goes. But I bet I can dominate you in Super Mario so hard right now. Yeah. Like, exactly. And just like, hey, instead of this, we you should play football. You know, it's <laughs> kind of similar to the story of Mario Brothers. It's <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Dude, when Princess the last speech was kind of his Mary Magdalene. When the elders, Latter Day Saints, came to our house, yeah, we had him playing. We had him playing street football with this dude. This one dude had a cannon. Uh, you know where that pays off? Football, because Mormons. <laughs> went and recruited, you know, they went and did their mission in, like, the Samoas. Yeah. And, like, the Pacific Islands. Oh, and then, really? And then now, like, that's why, why do you think BYU has, like, four... Makawaka Yeah, but, like, all Division One linebackers, like, three Troy Palomalus lining up in the be, backfield. I thought it was going to be offensive lineman country, just big yeah, corn-fed white dudes. I mean, both. You look at Utah, like, the Utah Utes or, like, any of those schools. Like, the Utah schools all have a thick Samoan connection because of Mormons. I think it's very bizarre... That just by chance, the Utah Jazz always have a pretty white team. 
Yeah. They don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't pick out of the local well, you're people. Almost, yeah. You want to think what is it? Nature versus nurture. <laughs> like, are you flying in these whites to Dude. make everyone comfortable? <laughs> yeah. That's what I said uh, in when I was in Charlotte. Yeah. The night before uh, opening season, I was like, "You guys excited for the Panthers?" And they were like, yeah. I was like, North Carolina, the only state so racist, you had to comb the globe for a fast white guy to be your running back. Oh, buddy, we got one. We're not going to have a black quarterback and a black running back. You just can't do it. But they, yeah, Utah Jazz do have always, like, from the, I mean, as far back as. The ugliest, whitest white guys. I mean, comb the hair on the side over. Who's your ugliest jazz? Because I'm going to go Greg Ostertag. Dude, Ostertag is a monster. Uh, John Stockton looked like a guy who would be mean to you at school. Dude, John Stockton looked like a guy that Trish would have thrown it all away for in 88. And he would would have not liked you. He would have been mean to you. Yeah, mean stepdad face. Wasting all that height. Not playing b-ball. Dude, Joe, there he is, mean stepdad. Fuck his face. Dude, I can just imagine him leaving our house in the morning after eating all my Cocoa Puffs. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck John, dude. I don't even like John. I don't care how good he is. I was in a rush. I was in a rush, dude. I needed breakfast, so I ate your Cocoa Puffs. Hey, hey, big head. You pay bills here? Yeah. (laughs) Bet you can't take me one-on-one. I can't because I'm 12. (laughs) And you're John Stockton. Oh, shit. He's, uh, yeah, dude, they're the ugliest. Yeah. Right now they got that guy. Bring up isn't Greg Joe, isn't Joe Angles on there now? He's like crazy balding. That would be great if you found out at their front office there was a like a thing. Yeah, dude, Greg Ostertag. Yuff. Yeah, that's a big ugly dude. That's too. like fifty stepdad face. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's the guy. That's a real abusive stepdad. That came back from the Korean War. Has to sleep in the basement on a cot because he gets yeah. violent. In his he tucks dreams. in his flannels. When you, with mean Jerry from across the street, when he shows up at the funeral, are you immediately like, this is my chance to fucking push him over and break his hip? No. No, I just, I say, I put it on wax, man. Oh, damn. You just <laughs> dropped a diss track on him? I just dropped a diss track on him at the thing. That's why I'm so glad my grandma black widowed all of her husband's. Yeah. And I never had to meet any. I, uh... That's why I'm glad that she... I, I should have wrote down what I was going to say, up. though. I whiffed. When I spoke, I whiffed. You did? Yeah, I just like, didn't say nothing. How many enough. funerals have you spoken? But here's a, what's funny. Here's why I whiffed. All right. My Uncle Mark, yeah. who is uh, the one that's on methadone for the rest of his life, for sure. <clears throat> Which means he has Drugs. seen oh. some highs. Yes. He's seen some shit. When someone's on methadone the rest of your life, you're like, what was the best high? He showed up. You kind of want to ask. It's like when I meet NFL players. I'm like, what's the hardest hit you ever had? He, I never seen Uncle Mark, and I thought that he was one of the grave diggers. He was a grave digger. Because <laughs> he was just like in jeans, flannel. like flannel, flannel, flannel sleeveless with a it's pretty metal. underneath. It's totally metal. Big beard. He still has the long hair. But he, they go, I thought a bunch of people were going to speak. Yeah. And I really was telling my mom that I really want to say I'm going to make sure I say something. And she was like, of course you can. I was the only one at first, turns out. Then my Uncle Mark, like, my Uncle Mark, like, say a few words. And this is your mom's brother, right? Brother. Yeah. Just a, a junkie since he was 15. Damn. Uh, he's watched, by the way, he has watched heroin progress. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, For you're 15 sure. in the 70s, you're just banging junk that you're like, I don't even know oh. what this is. And then now you're like, Whoo! Dude, this guy could put fentanyl on his french fries. <laughs> he goes, he, he goes ever have ranch with fentanyl? It's fucking great. <laughs> He's just mixing it in. He goes, JJJ, you don't want that. That's spicy, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> and the brothers are like polar opposites of each other. So my uncle like, Barry uncle could Barry's be like more a sharp Jewish. Dressed Jewish, like his two daughters were there. Very I love put together. Barry. Barry is such a good uncle name. His, his Asian uncle daughters. Barry. His Asian daughters were there. Um, Mark is just fucking out there, like, hey, Barry. <laughs> oh, my cousins. I think like has Aspergers. His son, like, yeah, he's okay. smart. Very, very smart. Well, yeah. But he's a yeah he's a he's odd he's not duck sweet kid uh, I don't know him very my, my uncle Mark they go all right so Mark's gonna speak first and I was like yes oh that's gonna be great he stands up right next to the casket away from everybody were you there for this Isabel? no you it, they got you got there right when I started I think you missed the opener you missed the opening act mm-hmm. not cool uh, guy sold merch <laughs> <laughs> uncle Mark stood up facing away from everybody at the thing outdoors. Oh. Ten yards away from everybody, he goes. Do you think in his head he's just fucking ripping it? I don't know what he thought. In his head, he's like, and it that's was, why love conquers all. I don't know. Enough, I don't know one word he said. No it was one does. Bizarre. He, he no one said a, one thing. He didn't even sort of. And at a funeral, you can't go speak up. <laughs> Say it with your heart. <laughs> hey, Mark, put your nuts in it. Come on, <laughs> your diaphragm. What's he doing up there? What you uh, Mark. <laughs> Mark, what? What? I can't. What? You should have got a stone cold what chant going. <laughs> what? It was because I miss mumble. my mom. What? <laughs> it was. It was pure mumble. Oh no. It was nothing. And, I, and which he, is in these days. He's probably hyper emotional. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's all drugs his whole life. So he's just like, mom. And she's also never like just let him eat shit. You okay. know what I mean? She's always like saved him. Yeah, yeah. From, from complete failure. Shout out, shout out to uh, moms that do this to their sons. That's my grandma's was, school of parenting. Yeah. Still married to the son's mother, right? Huh? Yeah. I was very surprised. I always, fu- by I that. always love that when you see a real piece of shit making it work with a lady. <laughs> I'm always really Dude, my aunt Cheryl. I'm and by the way, God, super impressed with that. I'm God, always like, God damn, you really. God it. strike me if I am wrong, but I'm pretty sure me and my grandma had to pick her up from jail once because she was blowing a drug dealer for drugs. Okay, it's my aunt Cheryl. Yeah, dude. I uh... <laughs> sorry, there's chocolate chips in that relationship. But, but she was there. I was like, oh shit, Aunt Cheryl. Yeah, Last time I saw you, I think we were picking you up and sucking a guy's She goes, her. you. Oh my god, that's right. Snake. Oh, snake. Well, you've grown. Do you know he murdered? He suicide by copped two dude, years later. My mom's friend, my mom's friend Lisa Chernoff, who is a a very loud, boisterous Jewish lady. Love it. She's. I thought she was with my mom when my mom met my dad. I, apparently, I said I was wrong about that. But her mom, her mother, was passed away now a long time ago, but was my first grade teacher. Okay. And a vicious fuck of a teacher. Things you couldn't do today. I mean, like, someone was like, you know, if they weren't paying attention, they were like, I'm looking for something in my desk. Yeah. Like, I remember as a kid, she fucking flipped his desk. Avi Lazar, she flipped his desk over. Yeah. And like, find it now. And like, he had to get on his knees. And oh. like, and she's like, yeah, fine. Get on the ground and fine. Like, it was that kind of teacher. You're like, yeah, eighth but grade. She... Eighth grade. That my math teacher. I was joke. There was a box of donuts, and I was trying to make a joke to someone like three rows back that I was grabbing for it. Uh-huh. Took my eye off the teacher. He fucking kicked the desk. You know, it's like one of those. Sure. Fucking kicked the desk. Donuts went everywhere. It's fucking terrifying. He's like, pick the fucking donuts up, and you're like, cursed. All right, shut up. Yeah, dude. Mr. Wilson used to fucking never got teach. Never got to teach you to curse us. But, the, but Mrs. Chernoff was first grade too. But she was that kind of mean. But she lived across the street from my grandmother. My mom and, and her 
daughter were friends since they were kids. Yeah. So it was just like I. Not that I got a pass. Like, like I, I did. She didn't really do. Wasn't that mean to me? Yeah, you're, you're a legacy. My grandmother and her were like watering lawns together at night every night. Yeah. So that was weird. But that lady came in, and I was like telling some jokes about my grandmother always trying to make me feel better about being fat, but like saying more fat. Remember I told you that? It's like, yeah, yeah. You tell those kids they keep calling you fat, you're going to go sit on them. I'm like, that's not going to make this situation better. You're making me all. feel fat. Yeah. And uh, You're going to eat all their food. And you're like, why would you? Why wouldn't say that? And this lady goes, yeah, you were a real little fat shit, weren't you growing up? Dude. You were a real fat shit, weren't you? You're like, all right, Lisa Chernoff. Yeah. You boisterous big Jew. Hey, <laughs> loudmouth. Why don't you, you knock it off? You big boisterous Jew. Do you know that w- words can hurt? She kept yelling at me about smoking. She's like, you see all these teeth? I go, they look great. She goes, fake. All fake. Bone deterioration. Smoke. You got to quit. Just doing that, like the yelling around the room. Everybody like, Do you ever like bring please po- beat it. Does she ever bring positive news? Well, I haven't seen her in years and years, but it does not seem like she's a person no. bringing positive news. Sounds like she showed up to a funeral and really brought it to you. Saw so my uncle, uh, my uncle Frank and Aunt Linda, who are my godparents, who... Poor lady. That lady, my whole childhood with me was spent me crying hysterically at her house until well beyond an age that's suitable for a boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my mom, It's about a thing that's very interesting because, like, she just has she has a lot of me. Talk about things that are just born into you, not taught. Yeah. Because I, and again, because uh, you just, I'm sure I have things like with my dad that I do something very similar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you were funnier, Dan, you would have said ill parenting. If you said what me and my dad have in common. I mean, not when she's in the room. That's the funniest. She's <laughs> right here. Yeah. Not, you know. uh, you're both deadbeat fathers. All right, Dan. <laughs> All right. Um, I was genuinely thinking about anything I do that's similar to my father's. That's where uh, you caught be. me. There's got to be, but Isabella. I, uh, who knows? Oh, shit. Now I'm losing my train of thought. It was when she you said. Uh, you do a lot of things similar. No, I know that was the point of it, but I'm trying to remember what you did. That was similar to me. That's gone. Talking about her going away. Yes, that's what it is. The born-in thing in you. She would go way too old to be having hysterical meltdowns at like soccer camp. Like should be there just enjoying it and having a good time. But uh, her mom was like, "What the fuck?" Like she couldn't understand it. Christine wouldn't understand anything like that. But she was the person who wanted to go away. Dude, when I had to go to day camp, it was like a morning meltdown every day. Like, I don't Every day? Go. Well, I thought it might rain. You know, I was terrified of weather. <laughs> I forgot. I there forgot. was so much going on. I don't I know what really the had... fuck happened. I don't know what. I don't know why when I got anxiety, like, clinically in 2010, yeah. that I was so baffled that I had anxiety. I go, I'm the coolest cat in the thing. And they're like, uh-huh. eh, dude, I don't. But I'm like, oh, and I was. But I also was the coolest cat, like, as far as, like, not getting that anxious about things, but somewhere there was a shift where I must have just been masking it for because as a child, I was horrible. Well, let me ask I you. I hated when, being away from. I was terrified of when, it. When when that happened with Isabella and Carla didn't understand and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Were you like, "No, I was trying." I, I got it, but I was trying you were, to. But I, but you I weren't tr- immediately like, "Oh, I, yeah, it's me." Completely. Oh no, no, right oh, away. Okay. I was like, "I get it," but I just trying to reach to her and just be like, "Look." I was wrong though. <laughs> like I yeah. missed out on so many. Just like camp was probably fucking super fun, but all day long I'm just like, what time is it now? What's is crazy- the bus coming? Yeah. What's crazy is the kid that it stayed consistent. Because I don't know how you guys were as kids, but like I would the first day be like, ah, yeah, like have a lot of anxiety. Like I don't like. But then I would day two and three. These I'd kids like, are big. Yeah. By day two or three, because my mom had been dropping me off at a, at like a daycare center since I was in first grade. 
So just after school, you get into a van with them, and then it's like an athletic club. She and showed you weren't loved early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She let me. She, she did let me rush an orphanage. <laughs> she just dropped me off and let me find out what, how I could serve the bigger kids. Rush an orphanage. But I'm saying I remember freak. The only time I got bucked was that summer camp, which I, I talked about in a bit. But it was true. Like I had her come pick me up because I was like, oh, these kids. I was throwing up. I was like, oh, ah! <laughs> don't get me. I don't like any of these fucking kids. Oh, Everybody's ah. different from different schools. Ah! Well, the first year I did summer camp, I fucking loved it. I made all these friends from Texas because it was like a Christian camp that they would let like. You know, oh, that doesn't sound awesome at all. Well, you didn't have to pay for it. That's why it was awesome. So my mom was like, <laughs> that didn't "Your mom informed you it was awesome because <laughs> yeah. she doesn't pay for it." Dude, my mom built Dude, it. Did you up. know how awesome this place is? <laughs> Dude, it's serious. free. The way she <laughs> sold it on the drive to Granby, Colorado, she's like, this "Shit's gonna melt. This shit's gonna melt your brain." And then I grew up and I was like, "Oh yeah," I like looked up the organization and I was like, "It's YMCA." It was like a YMCA camp for kids that can't afford like other summer camps. But the first year, knocked it out of the park. I was gone for a week. Didn't complain, loved it. Second week came back, my friends from Texas had a different, it was a two-week camp, had a different week, and so I didn't know anybody, and there was all these kids from Denver that were, like, actually Christian, uh -huh. so they were into, like, the stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, you the know? actual stuff. Yeah, and I was about like, not- But if we do that, we'll be late for prayer circle. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> dude, let's fucking eat as much as we can, and then we'll take- I was, like, doing- I was doing f absolute future pothead activities. Thou shall not yeah, do like, that. Oh, Dan, I think you're making haste. And I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> it. Like, Shut up, I'll punch you when you fall asleep in your sleeping bag. But I threw up, like, the second night, and then I was just like, this sucks, and I didn't like the kids I was in my cabin with, and I called my mom, I'm like, I'm sick. And she's like, all right. Oh, Christ, here we go. I'll all right, drive up. I'm coming this, to get you. Well, it's free. I ain't losing money. I'm not losing my ass on this. Well, I was comfortable. I was my uh, grandmother's house, super comfortable. Was that the most comfortable place for you? Yeah. Was your grandmother's? Yeah, yeah for sure. More than home home? More than your apartment with your mom? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's weird how that shit is. Like, was your house Dude, the most my comfortable? Mom, well, when it was just me and my mom too. Like, it's yeah. just me yeah. and my mom. So my mom. But my mom, my house wasn't, and it was me and my mom. Yeah, but it doesn't sh didn't. Strike, Trish brought that fucking chaos. Dude, it's also West. <laughs> you didn't know who you're fucking getting coming through the door. It was West Philly. Ah! So it was also West Philly. So I'd go to bed every night. Of like genuinely, it's why I know like the. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in my mind, every night for you growing up was uh, Tom Hanks' first night. He's big. There, yeah. <laughs> there was also there was also like a like an air raid siren that would happen like 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 the long way up and then the long way down. It was very bizarre. You're basically Chechnyan. Then there was the, the way you grew up. then there was the sound of the phone in the walls. Sometimes the the toilet would just run at night. It's like the tank would fill, probably completely normal. But and then just the loud domestics going on in West Philadelphia. To me, it was a ghost using yeah, our fucking. Yeah, you fucking! <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. And it was just. Uh, I think my mom was nailing some cops. <laughs> like yeah, gonna, it was all over the place. You get a flashlight in your window of a cop who wasn't there to protect and serve. No. He's there to get that ass. Yeah, he was there to serve. All at right. Least, at least I always knew my mom's boyfriend's had spicy breath. <laughs> so I was like, "Ooh, they're fucking." Hey, I think you guys were having some dark liquor. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, yeah. But that, I mean, it's okay. weird It's weird to think about that because I, I, it blew my mind. It took me going to therapy for like more than five years to realize that my therapist was like, yeah, you are uncomfortable at home. No. And I was like, no, because he was, he was like, why won't you move out of Queens? Because I would be like, ah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna move out of Queens. And he's like, you like it because it's your first home. 
it's the first place that's yours. You yeah. pay for it. No, no, it's no overhead. You everything in there you've bought, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, but I didn't realize oh, when I was a kid. Oh, no, is that what it is? Even my room, I didn't like. Like my room was all right, and I'd sleep and stuff. But I didn't feel like it was like you always see in the movies when kids come home and put their headphones on in their room and like lay back and listen to music. I was never that comfortable. I don't think room. I had like ever anything that like ruled. By the time like my parents started, my mom and Joe started making dough. Yeah, at all we could move to where they're at. Yeah, yeah the yeah. house they're in New now. Jersey. Yeah, it was just like. There's so many kids in the house. Do you know what I mean? So it was a very was chaotic house. In fact, they're, I think they're getting used to it now, but like they're blown away. They just got their house to be not chaos. Every time I've been there. My brother's still there. There's only been one time that very time long ago we watched Nick Cannon's comedy special. There's only been one time where your mom's house does not feel like a bed and breakfast. Yeah, yeah, there's just a bunch of them. My stepfather's coming, got a person coming over to lift weights. In. Joe and his majestic eyes. Yeah. Filling me Joe's in robot on what's going eyes. on. <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad when you said your stepdad wore contacts because I felt so less crazy. Yeah. I was like, I thought he just had em- emerald eyes. Yeah, he's a Japanese K-pop girl. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Uh, dude, that'd be so funny. Joe, you know, Joe's got a K-pop you, star. I should have told you my Joe's into powerlifting and K-pop. So try to keep up. He's into powerlifting yeah. and extreme K-pop. Loves it. Be, yeah. Real Hello Kitty type shit. Did you see a bunch of people uh, tagged us on Twitter? Did you see that the Zodiac killer came down? His name was Gary. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's fucking great. Hey, nothing greater than having your deadbeat dad's name okay, be there's a nothing, killer. There's nothing funnier than... See, when they show uh, they caught him now, don't yeah. even show his picture now. Just show, go to his house or whatever and find an old picture of him so he looks scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, they always show them now and like, hey, he should have fought back. It's a frail old man. Yeah, fuck this old guy <laughs> up. It's like, as I always say this all the time, but when Hulk Hogan talks shit now, you're like, what are you going to do, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, shut up, you flappy ass arms. What you going to do, brother? I'm going to trip you. <laughs> you know, fall down I'm gonna run away what's he gonna do kick you in the hip yeah kick you in the hip and I'm 38 <laughs> I still got a little juice in the tank I'll fucking wiggle out of there and run away Yo, wreck your shit Hogan <laughs> yeah. just, that's all you gotta do man. Hogan. wait for every tough guy to get old and then just no gravity in you can take him down <laughs> that's all you gotta wait on just time my but friends yeah, I, was com- I was always comfortable wherever my dad was because I was just like psyched to hang with a guy crazy it, I, it's same when I think about what wherever we, he moved, it never where, mattered to me. He where, moved a lot. I slept on that couch in Lakeport with his roommate Jim, and they had a fucking the sleep of angels. Hardest <laughs> sleep I've ever had. Never slept that hard on our sleep number bed that we were given on the show. Because you know, if somebody a, breaks in, you're not the first line of defense. <laughs> you know what? It turned out I was because there was a shotgun under the couch. There you go. So it well, wasn't even. Yeah. Well, you loaded you up. Yeah, dude. So thank you, Jim. Thank you for giving me the tools for success. Yeah, that's great. He goes. Hey, he goes, hey, son, if you need anything, the bitch is underneath. You know, he's coming. Bitch, you know, he's, I got the bitch underneath the seat. You go, uh, hey, pal, I got half a cigar under the couch with one in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to meet your maker right under you, big head. So, you know. Anybody it. comes in, you want to see him kiss God? Hey, <laughs> I'm going to be taking down Cheryl in the back left room. But uh, <laughs> if you hear anybody kick that door open under the couch, there's a sawed off cock it and rock it. And I'll see you in the morning for eggs. <laughs> All right, dude. I remember. Yeah, I really. I never felt uncomfortable at my dad's loved place. Loved it. Always loved being at my dad's house. My mom and I made everybody busted there. her ass to get us a nice three bedroom house in the suburbs, and I did. I never felt but comfortable. Did your, your dad? Did he ever yell at you or discipline you or never. anything? Never. So you were just like safe sailing. Yo, and it wasn't. That, and, it wasn't. And that he buy, f- would buy my love. He didn't. Oh, fa- would he buy my? But love. But he also they, they didn't fawn over you either. My dad did. 
Like dad would he'd like fawn on you. He would like. Oh, see, my dad would just get me and then be like, "This is the thing." Oh no, my dad. I got you. My dad wouldn't. My dad wouldn't. <laughs> he would like be fun with me. He was like super funny. Yeah. So he would like talk to me like an adult. Like my mom and my dad both did that. It was very similar. They both talked to me like I was just twenty six the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like he'd you be want like, a coffee, dude? I swear to God, one time when my dad worked at da- Dan's Liquors in Mill Valley, I was on the side counter playing with my guys. You uh-huh. know, just bashing plastic. And I remember my dad kicking open the cooler and going, "Hey, pal, you want a Pepsi?" And just fucking rocketed me one. And I was like, "Yeah, Yeah, dude, it was a total like dude. It was a. It was my dad was a friend. He wasn't my dad. He was just like, "You want to go to Toy World and buy some James Bond Juniors?" I'm like, "Yeah. Why do I live with that ice cold bitch in Denver?" Yeah, he. My dad was Let more me into fucking it. get this yay area love. My dad was more into it when I could be like a buddy. More, not even, I'm not even saying like an adult. Oh, I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm not even saying an adult. I'm saying like, a, I'll tell you what, in like the 16, 17 like years when I go there, it would not, my, it would be more fun. If my Gary would have gone past when I was 14, if he would have made it to when I was like 17, 18, and I was really starting to show the family, the family traits of yeah. drinking, I think we would have, we would have mended some fences over some bottles of Bacardi. My dad was just, I was just upset. My dad just didn't understand when he would go to the bathroom when he was watching like the Eagles game. Yeah. That I would put on a, he'd come back and be like, karma, 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 Like MTV would be on. He'd be like, the game's on. I'm like, I don't understand how it works. You don't live with me. Yes. Yeah, so you don't, <laughs> you're not there for the regular season. So how am I supposed to understand the playoffs? <laughs> Yeah, dude. Right. What see, do you mean? Do we like the green? See, what's funny is I had more of that with like my mom's boyfriends, where they were like, "Hey, Dad, come help me change this tire," and I'm like, "Tatanka's taking on the million dollar man." <laughs> 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 and they're like, "You're fucking weird." Dude, my father <laughs> taking me one time. He took me one time to a Pet Boys. Yeah, and uh, he was buying. Split, I just remember this from the conversation always. It was commercial for him. Split fire. Um spark plugs for the car yeah and i was just like i remember just trying to give a shit and being like so what take us i'm gonna put these in the vet because the split fire you see how it's got the two prongs on it it uh, it's two sparks going across and the sparks burn the gas as it goes through and now you're burning it more efficiently because there's two sparks in the thing i'm like yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh. Does Knight Rider this live? This didn't really interest me when you start saying I go, does huh? Knight, Does Knight Rider live here? <laughs> he goes, no, Jason. That's not what I'm telling you. Is Knight Rider in the car? Is Alf real? <laughs> is Alf real? Did this car beat Mr. T? <laughs> <laughs> is this faster than the 18 van? <laughs> but did you ever dad out around Isabella? Did you ever try to like, let me fix this in front of you or, you know? Cause I don't oh, feel, man, yeah. she got in trouble one time. It was a great feel. It happened to be one time Christine got like an Ikea-style desk delivered. Yeah, which is, uh, which is built for backyard wrestling. It's built to be thrown through. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, if you, but, if you run a backyard wrestling promotion, just go get a desk from Ikea and you can powerbomb someone through it. But, also, Bill's Nation. But it does require uh, a hammer, a screwdriver, and an Allen wrench. And a little bit of will. So I've... I forget exactly what it was. I don't remember, but like I came out, I kept coming out of the room to yell at Isabella more, and I was like, "And this is what I mean—the disrespect." And then I'd go in the other room, and go back to work. I goes, "If anyone needs me, I'll be in my workshop." Yeah, oh. these kids, you can't yeah. no appreciation for and then, nothing. And all she hears is you drop a screw, and then goes, "Motherfucker!" Motherfucker! And coming out, Damn. coming out with the hammer, I go, "I try. What do I gotta do?" Yeah, right. Christine's up my ass. I, you know, I got you. For the weekend, I can't even fucking out of here. I'll be back Carla, building this like, desk. Carla like brought her over just for Jay to like have. 
Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks. Prize picks, dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now, America's number one fantasy sports app. Gamble on it. And Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats of two to six players. It's great. Uh, More or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that more, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketballs are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, Yeah, so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N. F-I-R-E for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babel so far. I learned, wanna, Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babel? Buenos noches. 
non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Buono notte. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Talking with her, so nice. it was weird. He'd Great be in the room, and Isabella's just going like, "Can we go? Like, yeah. we don't live here." <laughs> so, you're just building. Oh, yeah, another thing. He's in the other Hold room on. building I'm something in our apartment. I'm working on an arm. By the way, when I go back in the room, I'm kind of like, "Ooh, ooh it fits together. Mm. I'm doing good." You're seeing. I've pro- things that have just been like. You're watching the progress uh, with the desk work, but not with your daughter. <laughs> you're like, come no, on, fuck no, it, come I was not on. through to her at all. She was all eye rolls, but I was like, and another thing. Oh my god. I didn't have a tool belt, though. I'm not that masculine. It's just weird also to think that your dad is on so many podcasts that, like, if I could just listen to Gary on podcasts, be like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. You know, like, <laughs> the, the challenger, he's just talking about the challenge, having an opinion on things. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't think Isabella, any, I, I'm, none of our comedy isn't her demographic age, so none of her friends, I think, know anything about yeah. us or our podcast. One of her teachers listened to Skanks. Her teachers are way in. That's so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Didn't you have a sticker up on the bulletin board? Yeah. You remember my kindergarten teacher had the t-shirt of you hanging? Your kindergarten teacher was featured pretty prominently in my first album, An American Storyteller. At Stand Up New York? Yeah. She's the lady in the back of the room that says some pretty graphic things. Oh, yeah. And I go, everyone, that's my daughter's kindergarten teacher. How hot is that? She was so hot. Did you feel like you were a favorite student because of that? Yeah. You were like, I know I can't get she into had- it. His T-shirt, like a T-shirt of him hanging up on the whiteboard with two magnets. I the just one, told Yana about like that yesterday. And the would one, you go like that's to the other kids? Would you be like that's my dad? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> Damn, I didn't know Isabella was just playing it cool. She goes, you know, my grandpa called me Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> just tell you all the bad stuff. <laughs> she goes, you know, it's pretty funny. Is um, my dad found my underwear in the trash? <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's gonna end up on an album. <laughs> We're Wasn't gonna... there also kids? I thought that you said that a group of kids thought you were lying that he was your oh, dad. Oh, yeah. They were like, that's he... so funny. They're like, we're into Z-Rock. There's no way your dad is Big the, Joke. Or the best part is she goes, we don't believe you. And like, we also don't care. No, <laughs> like, really. We just say we don't believe you. Yeah, dude, kids are mean like that. They can really take away the only joy you can get out of it. Like, yeah. We don't even care. And you're like, well, then why is this a thing now? All of our young <laughs> friends thought I was a pirate. That's so funny. Well, At what age? I like a lot of bangles. I was and, in like and... second grade because I told him I didn't want him to chaperone the trips anymore because like the next day everybody would ask me if he was a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> was a you should have leaned into it. Should have rented chef, a fucking bro. parrot. I'm always the funnest Sh- one that shows up. Rah! Dude, I would have showed up with a fake peg leg. And then, like, had those fake teeth in. I could, dude, if you would have told me this, dude, when I went to her, we par- could have parent- rocked some kids' brains. When I went to parent teacher day and it was in their f- fucking floor general of the basketball game, just giving dimes to Isabella underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Feed it. Feed it. This, uh, <laughs> this, the, the, this scumbag. 
father that was playing on the other team against us, this guy shot at least four or five shots. Like, what the hell's wrong with you, dude? Really? What the hell's wrong with you? We're supposed to be the fathers playing with the uh, our kids, you what? fucking asshole. Why don't you block shots too, you dickwad? Yeah, what are you, what are you proving? Yeah, you're sorry. Oh, it's so sweet. That sticky J when it's open. It's so sweet. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your kids are fucking kissing concrete. My daughter's up in this clouds, dude. Yeah. I'm dropping dimes. Sorry, dude. We're a scoring family. I guess you guys are an assist bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Dad just cranking up jumpers. Yeah, he goes, say How ho- dare you? Say hockey. You don't get points for that. Trying to look cool in his fucking suit pants. He's driving home out of breath. <sighs> hey, Bethany. <sighs> How wet was your dad's jumper? <sighs> Pretty sick, right? Don't, don't, tell, also, don't tell mom I was balling, but ball is life. I'm also like, the when I go to the parent-teacher thing, the teachers loved me, or they were just like, this guy shouldn't be a parent. How hard did, I laughed did, at did her. Did your get, mom have to cover up for that? Did you ever, oh, you weren't there. Maybe. The parent-teacher conference. No. God, that was so nerve-wracking. When you when the parent, when my mom, oh my Dude, God, we went to her my once mom she would come a, home, I'd be like, fuck, fuck. She they said you're very funny. I'd be like, all right. Oh. <laughs> she had a, you're she, a terrible student. I'm like, also not wrong. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Dan, listen to this challenge. We sat there while a teacher who I think said was not gay, but was definitely gay. My fourth grade teacher? Maybe. Did you know he was gay? He, he came out to the class by accident because he was showing us pictures of his trip to Spain and there was like a picture of him kissing a guy and then he like swiped really quick and then everybody started laughing. Did, they, did you guys hit him with the, uh, oh, Did you really? Yeah. yeah. But didn't he, but didn't he uh, used to say that, I think he spoke like he had a girlfriend or something. I think he, he goes, tried to act anyways, like he wasn't gay. Anyways, Mr. Okerson, you know how these girls are. They're just fucking all about that dick and it's like oh, enough dude, is enough. It, Jesus, can I go to sleep? It's my first time meeting him. So this guy, I'm getting blasted with all this personality out of the gates stop doing her period before I'm going to do comedy at night because anyways I call Isabella Bella I don't know if you know that and we're, close. <laughs> we're thick as thieves me and this girl Thelma and Louise I'll drive off a fucking cliff for her we'll and just it's sit around, crazy we'll sit around sometimes and just throw some Shade. He goes, oh my God, we'll talk about the fourth graders. We'll talk about the third graders. <laughs> Bitch, no one is safe. <laughs> Bitch, no, dude, that's what he said. This assault. is actually what he said that was trying to, try, this challenge of not laughing at this. When I go in there, he goes, he goes, also, he goes, have you guys met my bearded dragon? And he brings over, he had, he had a bearded dragon in the classroom. He goes, if the kids do really good, I let them see the bearded dragon. He goes, if, I swear to you, this is word. He goes, if they get really good marks, if they all get good tests above C's, then I let them pet the bearded dragon. Whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think there might have been a thing to let you bring the bearded dragon home. Whatever it was. Don't it, get that grade. I'm sitting there laughing. At this, I'm, I'm, I'm goes, going like, I'm and trying to also, like And I go, and right. I, we, just, we just had that moment. It was unspoken. It was that moment of like, we're looking at each other where I'm doing like the... Dude, you get what you're saying. Yeah. Ridiculous. He goes, sometimes... Then I let him pet the bearded dragon. Sometimes my friend, Ron, pets the bearded dragon, and then I'm ready for him to pet it right again. How many Sokos and Limes were you yeah. pet my bearded dragon, So you do Mr. a couple Oberson? of kamikazes, Fire Island? <laughs> that bearded dragon is walking around. Walking around snapping. <laughs> Summertime, get out the carrot oil. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm in St. Barth's, <laughs> and I've got a couple rummy cokes in me. Yeah. Hanging out with a couple of honeys, yeah. quote unquote. I don't even care. I don't care if they're married and have families. <laughs> Dude. I'm not gay no more. I love. I am delivered. I love women, 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 women. I no more. I feel like women. 
I DM'd you. Go to the bonfire DM. Black Lou posted it. Did you see the video of the gay dude in the Eagles jersey? No. Dude. I want to. But this is just a perfect segue for it. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things where it, yeah. I am delivered. No, dude, it's just the way I, I'm excited to see. It really made me laugh. And a bunch of people tagged us, in, and I bookmarked it because I learned about bookmark on Twitter, and I had completely forgot about it. And I think yeah. this was right after the Niners-Eagles game, so I didn't want to make it anything sore. It's okay. A, it's a guy Thank in an you. Eagles jersey. Real nice dude. Well, I love you. I, I love you, too. I want to make too. sure that you, know, you feel all right. I love you, too. I love you. Coca-Cola. Auto Trader. Goodyear. Keep going. Money Lion. What, what about Ford. discount tires, dude? Pennzoil. Discount tires. PDG. PPG. Vroom, vroom. It's Danny. <laughs> Look at Jacob's face. He's so mad. Jacob, do you want to see what you got? Jacob, do you want to see I'll your tell treat? You everyone, though, though, Dan, Dan and Jay got their jackets. Dan is wearing his jacket. Oh, yeah. Rub it in. And Jay so doesn't give a shit. He, he put it on for one second. Wouldn't even do it as he a He doesn't bit. even know where it, it is in the studio. <laughs> oh, it's behind Wouldn't me. Wouldn't even wear it to. To mock me. But hey, Jacob, look what you got. What? You can take Joey Logano home. Oh, dude. You can play that. You can go on the bed with that car. You can go on the wall. Oh, my God. We can even go out front on the sidewalk if you want. <laughs> we can draw a course. Mm. <laughs> can you make this noise? Oh, no. Mm. You can put it. You know what? You can drive Joey Logano right into your Nazi Wee. book. Watch, do it. Go, go, past, go past the camera. Mm. 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 Vo voice voice There's an airplane mm. going by. <laughs> <laughs> we never got to really over get into it with Gina Brion about Michael Winslow. I know. And what his thing was backstage. Save my king. It's, yeah. When you shake his hands, he always go like, oh, looks like I need a little bit of oil. <laughs> when I met Frank Caliendo in Arizona, I didn't know if we were only supposed to speak to each other in voices. Oh, did you though? No. He was just cool? He's cool shit, yeah. Was he really? Yeah. Did he give you any? Did you guys talk impressions at all? No, but I wanted to ask him so many questions. You didn't bring it up at all. I mean, the best John Madden of all time. Were you worried that if you, were you worried? Is what I worry too, that he's going to be too scientific on something that you was just like, ah, don't say you overthink it. He goes, no, I analyze. You know, I, I, I break it down. Was, I slow it down the half speed. I was I more. See if I, could I would find have that. loved that shit. I was more worried that it, I was going to annoy him. And be like again with the John Madden. All right, I'm like I just I used to listen to it on O&A, and it's I like fucking love it. I thought when Biff yes. just gets mad when you he won't talk, talk about, about it. being Biff, but his whole comedy is about being Biff. Yeah, and that's so funny. His comedy is about being Biff, oh, solely about solely. Being Biff. But then he won't talk about it with you. Yeah, Joe List wild. told me that when he worked with him. I've never worked with him, but Joe List worked with him and he came back. This is right when we moved to New York, so we were both pretty low down in the scene. I mean, mm -hmm. Joe was actually a comic. He was like working. But I was an open micer, and I remember him being like, can't talk about it with him. I'm like, at all? <laughs> now you can't bring up that he was in Back to the Future. But then he goes on stage, and it's all It's 100% about. about being in Back to the Future. It's so bad. Do we have the... I, I DM the bonfire. Yeah. On Twitter? Twitter. Oh, on Twitter. On Twitter? Black Lou saw it. Which one is he in Back to the Future? I can't remember. He's Biff. He's Biff. He's the villain. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. I was... Tom Wilson. Blanking. I was thinking... Uh, very nice guy. But I watched him snap on Joe Coy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is the video I was talking about. Women's, women's, women's. I was raised a Pennsylvania girl. Tough girls come from New York, sweet girls come from Texas, and Barbie girls come from Cali. But PA girls have fire and ice in our blood. We can pack heat, hang with the boys, bake cake, love with passion. And if we have opinion, you know damn well you'll hear. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> Dude, it looks like you're a gay little brother. <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you're like, yo, Big J, why is your brother out there? By the way, that pause you had on could have just told people it was me. Yeah. <laughs> you go, what's up? I'm Big J. If you love corn, Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> 70, us Philly girls Cheese are different. Cheese steaks and soft pretzels. I was saying this to Black Lou. I was like, dude, I kind of think having a super gay Philadelphia boyfriend would rule if you were gay. Just a guy to knock around with and then oh, yeah. fight then fuck and then watch like a late fucking NBA absolutely. game. He's like, hey, babe, Pelicans are on. And you're fucking, like, you fucking... Dip sandwiches right into a mayonnaise oh, jar together. You don't know if it's coming there or not. And Hell you're not yeah. worried if there is. You get a wake up tomorrow to either tear down or defend a statue. Oh my God, dude. Both, <laughs> I mean, what a life. Either one. Yeah, dude. You just both go to gun shows and hang out and harass people. Is that what the Philly... When bees were talking about that, the Philly statue is getting torn down and the people defending the statue. Dude, the funny. videos. They go, they go, everyone, they're going to tear down the Christopher Columbus statue. I go, is that what that was a statue of? This <laughs> how little I know about statues. I'm like, I was like, is that bad? Legitimately thought it was a playwright. <laughs> I go, <laughs> oh, that was Walt Whitman. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a poet? Oh, okay. Why are we? Who is that? Is that? Dude, you know who's, you goes, know who's one of our not, friends? Is that not Ben Franklin? He goes, you don't think, that's Hitler. Oh, my God, I had no idea we had a Hitler statue in this you know town. Which, you know which one of our friends went a little... Went a little hard in the paint for a, a Columbus statue. Who? Uh, Vecchio. And really? Like, not uh, like in like in like 2000. Did he give like a? It's history. Yeah, in like 2000 uh, when Ferguson happened. It might have been Ferguson. That's weird timing. And no, but you know, Black Lives Matter was marching or whatever, and someone defaced the Columbus statue by us in Queens. And Vecchio's like, I mean, why? Why you gotta do that? Why you gotta do that? He came home like upset. I'm like, hey, it's a, it's a statue. I don't know. It's not a big deal. And he's like, see the skateboarder here that fucking threw paint all over the George Floyd uh, statue? No. Skateboarder just goes by and throws paint like, all over it. I was gonna say they depict George Floyd. They, they really, I don't. I hope they're having black people paint him because they always make him look pretty racist. If I mean, a white guy, to, there's pictures downtown where his lips are covering his eyes. But there's I mean, one. It's cra- it doesn't look like him. If you're the artist, you have to look. You have to bring a black friend to be like, "Is this bad?" <laughs> yes, this, you almost got to go. Like, is this bad? This is okay. And they go, "You can't do that." <laughs> they go, "Dude, I don't know." All right, I'll start over. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, I was watching the Squid Game with Katie, and uh, like the head guy's got like a black mask, but the way they have him, I'm like, "Yo, is this shit oddly?" racist like the way the face of the mask is like they had the lips you're like is these koreans no they're like shapes they're not lips it's like circles squares and uh no, triangles. the head guy the head guy with the face he has got lips where you're like that could be racist oh yeah you're right yeah forgot about <laughs> and the that. koreans you know have you ever watched videos of black people scaring asians in like china or korea where they no. have like an iron man mask and they take it off and it's a black eye and they're like ah! <laughs> I've never seen that ever. It's so funny. Yeah, dude, they're so funny. They're like, to have like Mayan hands and these Korean people are like, look at this guy. It's a black eye. They're like, ah! That's so surprising because like, they're like, dude, this jacket is Korean. so insulated, Jacob. I have to take it off. It's fire retardant. <laughs> yeah, fire's being retarded around me. Yeah, I think it's fire retarded. Look at all those it sponsorships. Look at this. <clears throat> That's wild. Yeah. Also, who's just carrying around a can Union of paint? Square, and Christine wants to move back down yeah, there. Look at the right. way people behave. He's like, I got this mother of pearl that I'm supposed to redo my bathroom with, but I guess it, I could be. Dude, the funniest thing in the world is it's not. It's obviously on purpose. But if you just actually just whiffed and tripped and spilled paint all over there, you're gonna go, Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God, I swear to God, that's that like, was on purpose. You know what that is? That's like one of those just for laugh pranks <laughs> that you see when you're in Montreal. 
<laughs> they're like, oh, so far, I'm really freaking over. And then they come out and they go, oh, oh, oh there's not even the A.O. George Floyd statue. Uh, you do the thing where you put up it's just confetti. Yeah. C'est la vie. That's um, fucking balls, man. Also, yeah, I mean, I mean, what a fucking whack. It's a weird. Uh, Daylight. To it's do a weird. It. Well, it's also just a weird defacing to go for uh, to throw it at. Like he didn't like do anything personally political that you could disagree with. Like he's the guy that got killed by the cops. You're like, fuck you, fuck <laughs> like, you for being a victim. Yeah, 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 it's just really no way to like, fuck you, George Floyd. Just like a weird take to have. Yeah, but did you know that George Floyd was anti halfpipe? <laughs> yeah, I think. Do you know that he was? I already hated skate. Do you know that he was? <laughs> he was fucking anti McTwist. <laughs> You tell me that. How am I supposed to say it? He protested the X Games. He said that Ollie's weren't street legal. <laughs> and if you've ever done a vert course, you know exactly what that means. Oh, you did. Racist skateboarders is fucking. Because what's That's crazy. It's a weird faction. What's, I mean, when we grew up, skateboarding was for white kids. And now black kids are dominating skateboard, which is kind of fun to watch them get into. Like, it I was like with was hockey. Wrong. I think I was going. It was like. It was, the, it was pretty mixed in the 90s. But. I would say it was majority white. 90s still had a lot of like, uh, it was mostly like for, for like all my black friends, it was like pretty much hip hop, but they all still knew about like, uh, so it's like skateboarding wasn't, didn't just seem like a white thing. You know what I mean? Like the black kids that were into like different kinds of music other than like hip hop, like yeah. skateboard, it didn't seem that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the comic book kids, they were also in the comic book. You know what I mean? It sure. wasn't like really like a, There's a lot of crossover. Yeah. Yeah, but it's cool to see now like you'll be like walking around and see just like a group of black kids skateboarding and you're like, all right. Yeah. It's cool now. It's even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> then white people dunking. It was dirty. When I, it was dirty when I was in middle school. And now you're like, now it's cool. Everyone's got Thrasher sweatshirts on. You're like, all right, look I'll at tell this. you another thing. Uh, Razor Scooter crosses all all race barriers. I mean, don't even start me on the scoot game. Because, you know, in Austin, I was just tearing it up on those electric scooters. Damn, was tearing. I'll tell you what. I, I thought, because no, I tried one once, that I was great. too fat for them. You're not. And then... It just turns out I just had a broken one the first time I ever tried it because I got on Dan's. He scooted right along. No prob. I did it too. It was fun. Fire and ass. But I'll tell you this. You turn that thing out of that driveway onto a street, and now I'm you terrified. Feel, well, I'll tell you where it really got me was how gay I felt when I would turn the corner and just be a line of people going to the show. Oh, and, and you like, see dudes. <laughs> I'm just scooting by. like, Or just any guys at all. Yeah, just, I mean, Hi, I, fellas. I felt how I felt when I would see a group of people that were like cool going into a bar. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just scooting down this alley so I can go get high in my hotel room. I'm not gay no more. I'm delivered. I love women's, women, 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 women's. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person.